0: You got questions, we got answers. You can text yours now to 35270.
1: Vern Newman is district manager for Matt's Automotive. He joins us Wednesday mornings on KFJO to answer questions about your car, truck, vehicle. Good morning, Vern. How you doing there, bud? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I want to ask you right out of the gate. If we looked under the hood, what type of battery. Is there a, is there a difference? That's kind of where the question goes from is there's a lot of different brands is whether Interstate or Delco or you can find some different what what do you use and what's the difference in some of these brand names? Well, uh it's like a little bit of a complicated question, but to simplify it, there there's really only two battery manufacturers in the world. And from there they branch out and rebrand them and re-sticker them based oh. on whoever's purchasing them. Okay. Um so when it comes to brand or, or name, you know, things I look at are what's the warranty on the battery? You know, is it, is it going to be stood behind for a long period of time so you don't have to keep buying them if it does fail? Um, and what is the cold cranking average? Um, in this area, we want to have a higher cold cranking average. So buying that entry-level economy line battery may not always be the best savings for you because it may not have enough of the cranking amps that you need to start the vehicle when it starts dropping below zero.
0: So how many cranking amps should we buy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is all going to be dependent on the vehicle. Oh, okay. Every vehicle is going to okay. call for a different uh, amount. Within each vehicle, you're going to have a, a group number for the battery. sure. And that group number will have different stages of uh, uh quality for the battery based on the cold cranking amps that are available for that battery itself.
0: So like, uh, you know, here we go with maybe a girl ignorant question. <laughs> but sure. so if you've, I've got a bigger vehicle, a pickup or whatever, so I'm going to have more cranking amps with that versus a smaller car?
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. And I wouldn't call that a girl question at all. <laughs> I've heard that question from all different people.
0: Okay. Because one of the questions that does come in to the KFGO Text Club at 35270 is why is my battery acting weird these days? Could it be just the cold weather or is it my battery is old?
1: Um, It could be a, a couple of different things. It could be that the battery is getting old and uh, just isn't holding the charge like it used to. What I've found a lot more common and it takes a heavier toll on customers' vehicles during these times is the driving habits. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we take short trips, so let's just say you live uh, five minutes away from work. You start your vehicle, you hop in it, you take off, you drive five minutes to work, you shut it off, you go into work. And you do that every day of the week. And you really don't get a trip that's longer than 15 to 30 minutes. So it's just a bunch of short, quick charges. Well, the alternator's job is to charge that battery. And if we don't give the vehicle enough time to charge the battery, it's just sucking juice out of that battery little by little.
0: So should a person, you know, take a drive once in a while or, you know, go around the block a couple of times or what should they do?
1: You know, it it wouldn't hurt. Um, That that certainly would not hurt. Uh, It will help keep the, the state of charge of that battery a lot longer. Um, the other thing that I've found a lot of people will do that just, they don't have the time to do that. Cause you know, that's the most valuable thing for everybody is our time mm-hmm. is they may install a battery maintainer or a trickle charger. They'll put it on there. Okay. Um, that can help as well. Um, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent necessary, but if you are reaching an older age of that battery and those are our driving habits, you're more likely to have that battery fail.
0: Okay, that's interesting. We're talking with Vern. He's the district manager for Mads Automotive. Since we're on the subject of batteries, is there a typical timeline that people can expect a battery to last? And <laughs> kind of goes
1: back to the last answer. It does. It does. Uh, it it does driving but driving habits and charging. And okay, uh, three three to seven years is the average life there. Okay. Um, of a battery, depending on how well it's maintained.
0: Okay. That's that's interesting to know. So, all right, I've got a question for you. This happened to me over the weekend when I was using the uh, KFGO ride. Um, I went to start the vehicle with the key fob, right? And it uh-huh. didn't start. And so I thought maybe I was a little too far away. And so I got a little closer and I tried it again and it didn't start again. But when I went out to the vehicle, inside the vehicle, you know, all the... The zings and zowies were going like it was telling me all about what the car has for features and this and that. But it was not running. But all that stuff was popping up
1: on the dash.
0: Could that be the fob or was there a problem with the vehicle or did I just screw something up?
1: Uh, there could be a number of things. What comes to mind that's uh, most likely is maybe the battery just didn't have uh, a good enough state of charge on it.
0: Okay. In order
1: to turn over the vehicle, because we're going to have a little bit of juice in there that will allow the accessories in the vehicle to turn on. Okay. Um, but you need a little bit more in order to power the starter to turn over the vehicle and get everything up and running. Okay. Um, so if it was low on charge, um, that could have been the cause of it. Uh, there could be something with the fob. There could be. You know, if you have a check engine light on, That'll cause your uh, remote starter for the factory remote starters not to work. The sure. aftermarket, like Astro Starts and CompuStars aren't affected by that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the factory stuff won't start. It's a safety feature that manufacturers put in.
0: Okay. So once again, it's Vern, the district manager for Matt's Automotive. If you have a question, 35270, send us a text. But it was really strange, though, because as I went, oh, I'll just go out there and start it. And I went out there and I, and I was like, well, what the heck? So I went back into the building to stay warm because we all know how cold it was on Saturday. And then I looked, and the lights were on on the vehicle. So I went back out. I'm like, did it start now? Went back out, and it was still doing the same thing inside. And I finally gave up and said, somebody give me a ride. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to wait around. Called the boss and said, you got to come and get this thing. I'm not going to mess with it. But I'm I'm assuming I probably should not even, I mean, because I did have you know, some electrical, so to speak, with all the, you know, bells and whistles doing their thing, I probably should not have tried to jump it, right?
1: Um, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, I think that jump-starting a vehicle when it doesn't start, especially in the cold, is a good first step. Okay. Uh, The only time I would say do not try and jump-start your vehicle is if you look at the battery and notice that it's swollen, uh, like the case is expanding. Oh. Um, that is not a good time to jumpstart your vehicle. You run the risk of something exploding there.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but other than that, I think it's a good first start. You can at least rule something out that you're not able to get the car started off of a jumpstart.
0: So when in doubt, when you have the uh, the company vehicle, call the boss, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Dan will take care of that.
0: Yeah, we have a question here. It says, what's the difference between the different colors of antifreeze?
1: Uh, that's going to be manufacturer dependence. Okay. Um you know the the different colors typically indicate what type of vehicle the antifreeze is compatible with. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of vehicles these days are going to be able to use what they call a global antifreeze. Okay. Um but there are a few out there I would say the one that is the uh, most common that you do not want to mix uh antifreeze types with is blue. Um blue is not compatible with global antifreeze. So some Hondas, some Volkswagens um, a lot more of the imports are using this blue antifreeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're using a, a red or an orange, uh, a lot of the times the global will be fine to mix with it. It's, it's obviously a better idea to keep it consistent with the the correct antifreeze. But um, when you're in a pinch, uh, global will, will help you with that.
0: Okay. One more question comes in at 35270. Morning, crew. My 17 Yukon, 17-year-old 17 I'm assuming, only allows two or, well, 2017, excuse me, only allows two 10-minute remote starts. Can that be lengthened, or can I get an aftermarket car starter installed?
1: I have not seen a lot of updates or the ability to reprogram from uh, GM that will allow you to lengthen that time. Um, You could potentially look at a tuner to lengthen that time. Uh, This is a specialty way of kind of hacking the computer to get it done. Um, I would say your best bet is probably to install an aftermarket Astro Start or um, Viper uh, remote starter in there to help lengthen that time.
0: All right. Once again, it's Matt uh, from Matt's Automotive. It's Vern, the district manager. So where can we find you guys if we have any more questions or we need some help with our vehicles?
1: We got five convenient locations, but our uh, First Avenue location in Moorhead would love to help you guys out. Uh, is at 1234 Avenue North in Moorhead.
0: All right, we'll stay warm out there, and I hope your vehicle keeps starting for you.
1: <laughs> you as well.
0: Thanks a lot, Vern. Once again, it's Ask the Mechanic. We do that right here on the KFTO morning crew every Wednesday morning.